Hello, and welcome to our Watches as an Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I'll be reviewing 2002's Spider-Man. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 114. Of I watched this as an adult movie reviews. I am your host, Mikkel Ford. Back again. Back to my original format, which is talking about old movies. I uh, know I've, I've I've been uh, doing other things on this on this on this podcast. I had the 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 Comic Con recap. I had uh, the Thor: Love and Thunder review I did a whole in-depth review on Thor Love and Thunder if you want to go check that out go check that out I also did a whole in-depth uh discussion about who I think will be the new Avengers going forward if you want to go check that out go check that one out but now I am back uh, with my regularly scheduled programming, which is talking about retro reviews, we're going to be talking about 2002's Spider-Man for the 20th anniversary of that movie. Uh, and uh, moving forward, August will be Action August. August is where I will be talking about action movies so uh spider-man technically counts as an action movie though i'm gonna put it in there this is the first one but um yeah but before i talk about before we talk about spider-man before we get into spider-man let's talk about things i watched this week and also things i heard about this week things that are in the news this week you know if you're a fan of this podcast you know what this is, but if you're new, I talk about things that I watched this week, and I also talk about like news that I've heard this week, whether it be in the, in the entertainment business, mostly in the entertainment business. I don't really talk about world news here a lot. There's sometimes I might go on a rant and talk about some stuff, but don't really talk about a lot of world news here, but let's get into things I watched this week. Uh, I watched Prey on Hulu, which is the prequel to Predator, I think there's a lot of Predator content out there, because you got Predator, you got the, of course you got the movies, of course you have the movies, uh, you got comic books out there, you got video games, you got all types, you got fan fiction, you got all types of Predator content out there. But for movie purposes, I'm going to say this is a Predator prequel. So we got Prey, the prequel to Predator, the first Predator. Uh, I'm going to say it's a prequel because it's set like in the 1700s, I believe. Like this is like 17. 17- 39 or 1737 or something I think and um 
we're we're following in this one we're following a uh a native american tribe we're following a native american tribe so very 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 i'm not even gonna say medieval you know i'm not even gonna say medieval i was about to say medieval but very like we're, we're we're going back we're going back some 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 centuries you know with this uh with this movie uh first off i really i want to say i really enjoyed this movie I'm, I'm i'm just gonna show my i'm gonna show my hand right now i really enjoyed this movie i had a lot of fun watching this movie uh starts off a uh, 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 a little slow starts off a little slow it's not very slow but it starts off a little slow because like there, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of character building first like we're getting to know this girl uh the girl played by uh, amber mid thunder i forgot the character's name because like they don't really say a lot of characters names in this movie so like i, I know the actress's name her name is uh, amber mid thunder which is a cool ass name super cool name amber mid thunder can you imagine walking up to somebody and saying hey my name is amber mid thunder that is the coolest name ever oh my god <laughs> that name is gangster but um this is like my first this is my first time seeing her uh this actress uh i went through her imdb i went through her imdb she's been in a lot of stuff uh some stuff i didn't notice her in uh i i think her like her most uh her most famous thing that she's been in is legion i don't i don't i never really watched legion because i don't really fuck with the fox x-men like that so uh you know i know a lot of people are probably oh my god legion is so good how come you ever watch it because i don't fuck with the fox x-men i'm sorry i just don't i'm not a i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of the Fox X-Men. I just don't I just don't fuck with them. But um Yeah. But yeah, she's good. She's good in this. She's really good in this movie. I like the uh concept of this movie. It's really a uh coming of age story. Oddly. Oddly, this is a coming of age story following this girl uh wanting to prove herself, wanting to show her worth. Uh, she's growing into a young woman. I want to say maybe she's like maybe late teens, early 20s. This character's supposed to be. I think like the, the actress is like in her mid-20s. But you know, like, I think the actress is like in her mid-20s. But I think she's playing like a girl that's like in her early 20s and like maybe late teens. And like she's trying to prove herself. She's trying to prove. She's trying to prove her worth. She's trying to uh prove to to the uh to the tribe that she's a worthy warrior she goes on hunt she goes on hunts uh practice she practices her hunting she uh tries to go on hunts with her brother her brother is like the most fiercest warrior uh in the uh in the tribe so like so like he's like the guy he's like the guy you don't want to fuck with he's like he's the guy that uh he's a he's a he's a bad motherfucker really <laughs> he's a bad motherfucker uh i like the guy that played i like the guy that played her brother i forgot his i did not catch his name i, I should have looked at the casting before i did this that's my fault 
Uh, but I like her brother. Like, if they want to do another Mortal Kombat movie, if they want to do another Mortal Kombat movie, I say cast this dude as Nightwolf. You know, because he looks exactly like Nightwolf. Like, he even, like, there's even, like, a part where, like, he's got, like, half his, there's even, like, a part where he's got, like, half his face painted. And I was like, he looks like Nightwolf. I was like, they want to do another Mortal, if they're doing a sequel to Mortal Kombat and they want to put Nightwolf in it, cast this guy as Nightwolf. Like, he's, he's a really good fucking actor. One, because he's really good in this. He's another, because, like, he was another highlight of this movie. A good fucking actor. He could do the action, because, like, he's a good fighter. And uh, he's got a good look to him. He's got a great look to him. Like, he looks exactly like Nightwolf from Mortal Kombat. Uh, Warner Brothers, cast this man as Nightwolf, please, for the next Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, but, um, but yeah, man, like, he's a, he's a, like, her brother's like the fiercest water warrior, and she wants to prove that she could be a fierce warrior, too. So, like, the movie is, like, the movie is a, it's a coming-of-age story. It's also an, it's also a girl-and-her-dog movie, because she has this dog that she travels with, too, where, like, whenever she wants to go out hunting, you know, her dog, she has her dog with her. Uh, dog is a highlight, too, low-key. Like, that dog, that dog is, 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 is pretty good. I like that dog. There was a couple of times where, like, I thought that dog was gonna die. I was like, and, like, they had me invested. They had me invested in caring about a dog. I was like, that's good storytelling. That's good storytelling right there. When you got me invested about a dog, you got me invested to see if a dog is going to live or die. Because, like, a lot of times, you're like, oh, that's a fucking dog. He's going to die or something like that. But they made this dog a motive, they made this dog brave. They made this dog very noble, and you didn't want to see it die, cause like a lot of times you're like, oh, it's a dog, you know, <laughs> fucking die. But like you like every time somebody or even the predator itself or something, cause like it like it it, it got into it with some animals too, with some other animals. It's not like another animal or somebody or, or like another human. Or the even like I said, the predator itself uh, was like about to do harm to this dog. You cared, you cared about this dog, uh, cause like there's a certain part at the end where like it looks like he's about to sacrifice himself for the girl, like going like head up with the predator, and you're like, no. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> you know, what I, mean? <laughs> I cared about that dog. I like that's amazing. Like I said, that's amazing storytelling. But yeah, man, uh, the movie doesn't have a lot of death in it. It doesn't have a lot of kills. Like, but when the kills happen, they are spectacular kills. <laughs> like the predator, like I said, the predator doesn't kill a lot, but when he does, it is fucking spectacular. <laughs> he is ripping fucking heads off. He is uh, uh, gutting motherfuckers, like, like, fucking fish, you know, like, he is doing the damn thing, like, the first half, he's just, the first half of the movie, he's just torturing animals, pretty much, though, because, like, he takes this snake, and he, like, skins this snake, he takes out a fucking, that bear fight, my god, uh, if you saw the trailer for Predator, you know about the bear, the, the bear is in the trailer for, uh, Prey, and, 
but they don't show you like the whole thing. That bear was whooping Predator's ass. Like he was, he was giving Predator that work. You know, <laughs> like he was giving the Predator that work. A bear. And bear, cause like Predator thought that bear was gonna be an easy win cause he been torturing like little animals and shit. He been killing little animals. And he went up against that bear. He went up against that bear and he was like, he was like, oh man, this bear ain't gonna be shit. And that bear started whooping his thing like, oh shit, oh shit, fall back, fall back. <laughs> and bear, and bear was whooping Predator's ass. But he eventually he got the best of him. He caught him and killed the bear. But um, but yeah, and that's like the first uh sight of the Predator, like the with the the character that uh, Amber Mid Thunder is playing. That's the first time she sees the Predator. And she's like, what? She's looking like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> she's like, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, man, overall, this movie, this movie is a sight to be seen. I loved every bit of it. Uh, great, great, great uh, prequel to the original Predator. If I had to rank it, it is on par as good as the original Predator. You know, it is on par as good as the original Predator because, like, it puts that mystery back into the Predator. Like, the first Predator movie, like, in the first Predator movie, you don't know what the fuck this thing is. It's like, it's just killing everybody. You know, you don't know what it looks like. Like, you barely even see it. Like, you don't really see the Predator until like maybe 30 minutes uh like that's left in the movie like the last 30 minutes of the movie is when you like really see the predator and you're like what the because like even like arnold schwarzenegger says you like that is one ugly motherfucker <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> And you're like, oh my god, but it's a cool design too. It's a cool design because like you've never seen a creature look like that before. It's like a man alien creature. You know, so so like it's cool looking. And this movie reestablishes the mystique of the predator. It reestablishes the mystery of the predator. And I love it. That's why I say it's on par as good as the first Predator. Maybe even Predator 2. Because I have a soft spot. I have a soft spot for Predator 2. Because, like, Predator and Predator 2 are the ones I go to the most. Uh, Alien vs. Predator. The, the the other Alien vs. Predator. The, 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 the second Alien vs. Predator pissed me the fuck off. I remember. <laughs> I was like, this movie is so bad. It's so bad. I haven't seen Predators, so I can't judge that. I am. I have to go back and watch Predators. Uh, I heard that one is pretty good. The Predator is bullshit. <laughs> you know, like I hate that movie. That movie sucks. Uh, it kind of makes like the Predator like a fucking comedy. You know, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it's pretty much pretty much what it was. It was trying to return back to the original Predator, but. They missed, they missed the mark on that. Uh, they missed the mark on that. Uh, but this one, I think, is a rightful, rightful successor to the original Predator. 
I enjoyed it. I if I had to if I had to rank it, I'd give it a five out of five. Perfect movie. Go check it out whenever you get the chance to. It's on Hulu. Uh, uh, go get Hulu. Check it out. It's really good. Uh, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a quick break because the next thing I gotta talk about is it's a lot to talk about. So I'm gonna take me a quick break and I will be back with I watched this as an adult movie reviews. We'll be back after these messages. Alright guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, now, let's talk about this. Oh my god. <laughs> let's talk about what's going on with Warner Brothers and HBO Max and DC and now I think TBS and TNT I think is involved in this now and like Turner is involved in this like Turner Media or whatever the fuck is involved in this shit now there's a big tangled web that 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 is going on over there at Warner Media right now cuz um also Discovery. I think you got to put the Discovery channel in this also. A lot of things, a lot of moving parts, a lot of components involved in this whole thing cuz uh Warner Media uh has merged with Discovery. They're like they do the Discovery channel. I think like they own the Discovery channel. They own TLC. They own the Food Network, I believe, and something else. I forgot what it was off the top of my head, but um, but like I know it, like those three. Uh, I think they own CNN too. I don't know. I think they own CNN as well. Uh, but um, but yeah, it's a it's a, it's it's a whole 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 fucking kerfuffle clusterfuck thing going on over there at Warner man because uh there's a new sheriff in town over there and his name is David Zasloff David Zasloff was the CEO of Discovery he purchased uh Warner Media are they stuck yeah 18 because AT&T was involved with Warner Media and it was just like nah we don't want to deal with this no more and so they sold it I believe David Zasloff don't quote me on this, but I believe David Zasloff, uh, they purchased it, and now he's the CEO of Warner Media, uh, which he's merging with Discovery. I think they're called like Warner Brothers Discovery or Warner Media Discovery or some shit like that. And uh, he ain't playing. <laughs> he ain't playing around, man. He. Like if you ain't if he don't see no worth in you, you getting cut. Uh, the first uh, the first casualty of this whole thing is the bat is the Batgirl movie. The Batgirl movie has been cut. It has been scrapped. Ninety million dollars down the drain, man. 
Um, uh, like I said on my TikTok, honestly, I forgot about that movie. I forgot that movie was even being made. It was supposed to star uh, Les- uh, Leslie Grace. Beautiful girl. Beautiful Leslie Grace. Uh, first time I saw her was in uh, In the Heights, another Warner Brothers production. Uh, I really enjoyed that movie. I enjoyed In the Heights as well. It was one of my favorite movies of uh, 2021, honestly. You know, like one of my favorite movies. Um, but, um, but um, yeah, she was supposed to be Batgirl, Leslie Grace. And movie got scrapped, you know. Kind of glad it got scrapped because, like, that didn't make any sense because J.K. Simmons was supposed to be her father. Uh, the the J.K. Simmons who played the Commissioner Gordon in Justice League was supposed to be Leslie Grace's Batgirl's. Uh, was supposed to be Leslie Grace's Batgirl's father. She was supposed to be he he was he was supposed to be her father, which didn't make any sense to me. It didn't make any sense to me because it would make it would make more sense for that Batgirl to be in the Batman universe, like the the Matt Reeves Batman universe, because uh, Leslie Grace is a is a is an Afro Latino, you know she's an Afro Latino, she's a Dominican. Uh, I think a lot of people thought she was just straight up black, but I think she can pass for black. Like I don't know, if she's played black girls before, but she can't pass for black. She could she could be a light skinned black girl because she looks black. If, at first glance, she looks like a black girl. <laughs> at first glance, but uh, but then you find out like she's Dominican. Uh, but d- because of that, it would make more sense for her to be Jeffrey Wright's daughter, like the Commissioner Gordon that Jeffrey Wright plays in the Matt Reeves universe. It would make it would make more sense for that to be her father than J.K. Simmons to be her father, you know. So maybe they do, maybe they doing right because like that that can't like the whole DCEU is fucked up. I'm gonna get into that in general. I'm gonna get into that because like uh, David Zaslav talked. About, I think David Zaslav talked about what he's gonna do with the DCEU. So we're gonna baby steps, y'all. Baby steps. Uh, but um, that movie's canceled. That movie's canceled. Uh, the Supergirl movie got canceled. They were supposed to do the uh, Latina Supergirl movie. Uh, I think that Supergirl is in the Flash, the Ezra Miller Flash movie. I think she's in that movie. I think I saw her in the trailer. Uh, so, but her solo movie canceled. They're not doing that anymore. Uh, she was gonna be played by a girl named uh, Sasha Cali. Uh, they're not doing that. Uh, a lot of a lot of backlash for that because like it feels like they they're just canceling all the uh all the movies with the brown people in them <laughs> you know <laughs> i like a lot of people are like man that is canceled they canceling all the movies with the with the brown people in them uh i'm, I'm a lot of people scared for blue beetle which i'm kind of scared for blue beetle too because blue beetle is one of my favorite superheroes i like blue beetle uh uh my dude from karate kid playing him uh, what's my dude's name? I forgot. He has a weird name. He's like that girl that played uh, America Chavez in uh, the last Doctor Strange. Like he has a name that starts with an X. You know, like you know. <laughs> and I can't, I can't pronounce his name. But like he's like the lead, like uh, Latino kid in uh, Cobra Kai. Uh, 
I can't pronounce his I can't pronounce his name, but he's playing Blue Beetle, and I saw set photos of him as Blue Beetle, and he looks fucking fire. He looks amazing as Blue Beetle. Uh, I saw him like because like they got set photos of him walking around in the suit. They did like a still that's a still photo of him with the with the Blue Beetle mask on. It's very comic book accurate. You know, like because like he's got the the, the, the blue mask on with the black in it and it's got the yellow eyes and you know like it, it it's an awesome looking costume it's very it looks very comic book accurate i'm 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 looking forward to blue beetle hopefully they don't scrap that movie hopefully they don't scrap that movie too because i'm looking forward to that movie uh if they scrap that movie that's gonna piss me off <laughs> really that's gonna that's gonna hurt me but because i like, like i say blue beetle blue beetle one of my favorite superheroes um but uh, the, the the Jamie um, the Jamie uh, Reyes, I mean Jaime, the Jaime Reyes version of uh, Blue Beetle, I like. I don't really care for the the, the Ted Cord version. You know the, the 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 white Blue Beetle. Don't really care for the Ted Cord version. I like Jaime. Jaime is my Blue Beetle. I like that Blue Beetle. But um, uh, he was also my favorite character to play in Injustice. <laughs> Used to kick ass with him, but um, but yeah, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of people, a lot of backlash for that saying that they're canceling the movies with the brown people in them. So far, they're just canceling the movies with the women in them, <laughs> canceling all the women-led superhero movies. Uh, I hope that this guy is not like Ike Perlmutter. If you remember over at Disney and uh, Marvel, because Ike Perlmutter. Uh, was 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 kind of a a roadblock in the MCU uh, because he didn't want to do anything with women in it. Like he didn't want a female-led uh, superhero movie at all. Uh, I think Kevin Feige was pushing for a Black Widow movie. He didn't want to fucking do it. We would have got this Black Widow movie. We probably would have got a better Black Widow movie. <laughs> like years before we got the one that we got uh he didn't want to do black panther uh they kept putting like kevin feige kept pushing for black panther i think even like nate mortz kept pushing for black panther ike perlmutter just kept saying no once they got because once they got rid of ike perlmutter that's when you start seeing female-led superhero movies that's when you start seeing uh black superheroes you know like superheroes of color Oh, uh, that's when you started seeing that. Uh, once they got rid of Ike Perlmutter. Hopefully, just David Zaslav guy is not another Ike Perlmutter with uh, DC and Warner Brothers. Because, like, where he's just like, yeah, I don't want to do any women-led superheroes. I don't want to do any uh, people of color superheroes. Even though Black Adam, like, The Rock is playing Black Adam. You know, like, he's he's a, he's a man of color. Uh, he's black and Samoan, so uh, like he, he's black and Samoan, but he's also The Rock. You know, The Rock has pretty much carte blanche to do anything he wants to fucking do, really. But uh, you know, but yeah, I hope hopefully we get more uh, female-led superheroes. Hopefully, we get more. Um, superheroes of color hopefully get like the john stewart green lantern in the dceu i would love to see that you know 
uh hopefully we get uh like some uh hopefully we get like a vixen hopefully we get a vixen movie hopefully we could get a black lightning movie hopefully we can get things like that maybe we could get mr terrific uh eldest hodge is playing uh hawkman hopefully maybe eldest hodge could get a hawkman movie you know since hawkman is a black man now so uh <laughs> but um but yeah, hopefully hopefully we could do that uh uh, Aquaman, Aquaman's out there. Then like uh, Jason Momoa, Samoan. He's a man of color, so uh, you know. So you know, hopefully they could probably go forward with Aquaman. But Aquaman's making the money, so they're probably gonna go forward with that. Um, but yeah, man. Like he's, he's like, yeah, he's talking. But like, let's my, while we're in DCEU, let's talk about DCEU. He's talking about David Zaslav's talking about having a ten-year plan with the DCEU. Uh, so talking they're talking about they straight up just say we gonna copy what kevin feige was doing with the mcu pretty much <laughs> like we're going to copy what kevin feige and disney are doing with the mcu we're going to copy that fucking we're gonna we're gonna copy that fucking game plan like to the t to the t um they, they said they're trying to look for a guy that's like kevin feige Really, they're trying to, I think they're trying to they're trying to look for a guy that like knows comic books, that knows the lore. They had Jeff Johns. They had Jeff Johns at first. Turns out that he was being a piece of shit, you know, you know, <laughs> behind closed doors. I believe like Ray Fisher had problems with him too. Uh, so uh, uh, hopefully we can get hopefully we can get Cyborg back, <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe. I don't really don't want to see a solo cyborg movie but get him in something you know he could be in something but um yeah uh but yeah like they said like they want to do the 10-year plan that kevin feige's doing is what they want to do they're going to find their own kevin feige and they're going to copy that shit to the t um i don't know what's going to go by the wayside and what's going to stay uh, I think quite obviously, I think uh, Black Adam is gonna stay. I think uh, uh, Shazam is gonna stay. Uh, like Zachary Levi is safe as uh, Shazam, and uh, Jason Momoa is safe as uh, Aquaman. Uh, a lot of people had speculation about Gail Gadot. I think she's safe too. Uh, Gail Gadot is is synonymous with Wonder Woman now. Like she's she's she, she's grand grandmothered in as uh wonder woman you know like i don't think she has to worry about her job security i like her her i think she stays at i think she stays as wonder woman um uh i don't know the batman situation or the superman situation because henry cavill i think henry cavill's gone here everybody thought that henry cavill was gonna show up at comic-con uh but i think he's gone i think he's done as superman i think that's the end of him more witcher uh seasons for him i guess <laughs> or whatever the fuck that henry cavill's doing right now uh i don't know the batman situation because we got three batmen now <laughs> you know <laughs> we got we, we got three batmen no superman three batmen because you got robert patterson's batman then you got uh ben affleck's batman who's gonna show up twice he's gonna be in the flash and he's gonna be an Aquaman too, uh, but also 
you got Michael Keaton's Batman also making a return. Uh, not in Batgirl. He was supposed to be in Batgirl, but like he's going to be in The Flash too. Also, I don't know if there's any more uh, plans for Michael Keaton's Batman. I don't. I, at this point, I think it's whatever Michael Keaton wants to do. Because uh, Michael Keaton always seems like that type of dude. Like, he just does stuff because he wants to do it. You know, like, he just doesn't take a role. He just not, oh, yeah. He, like, he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I just want to do it because I want to do it. You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, how Michael Keaton talks. He's like, yeah, you want me, they wanted me for Batman again. And like, I, I just wanted to do Batman. You know, so it was cool. It was cool to, to say, I'm Batman. You know, like, it was cool to do that again. So uh, I just wanted to do it. Have I have I have I watched any of the DC movies? No. I've uh, have I watched any of the Marvel movies because I'm also the Vulture too. But no, I've never seen a DC movie and I've never seen a Marvel movie because I got more important shit to do in my life. You know, uh, I'm Michael Keaton. You know, watch my movies. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's a uh, he's 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 the Batman now too. So we don't know which Batman is going to be in the actual DCEU. Um, I enjoy Ben Affleck's Batman for what it is. That bat, I feel like Ben Affleck needs to get a, uh, a proper Batman film. I really believe his, I really believe his Batman needs a proper Batman film because I actually enjoy his Batman. I actually like Ben Affleck's Batman. Uh, uh, for, for one, he's like the first guy in the history of uh, on-screen Batman, uh, on-screen Batman, you know, excuse me, that actually looks like Bruce Wayne. You know, he's a tall, strapping man uh, with black hair, you know, and he's got a chiseled, he's got a chiseled jawline, you know, <laughs> that's what Bruce Wayne looks like in the comics. He's a very, uh, Ben Affleck is the most comic book accurate Bruce Wayne I've ever seen. Uh, no disrespect to Christian Bale. No disrespect to Michael Keaton. No disrespect to Val Kilmer. Because I enjoyed Val Kilmer's Bruce Wayne. I enjoyed Val Kilmer's Batman as well. Uh, George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, uh, Robert Pattinson is like emo sad boy Bruce Wayne, and I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, but um, anyway, I just want to see uh, Ben Affleck's Batman get a proper uh, Batman film, cause like I like his Batman. He hasn't been in a good movie though. That's the problem with him. Like he hasn't been in a good movie. He did Batman vs Superman. He did Justice League. Both those movies. Not particularly good. Uh, hopefully he does well in Aquaman 2. Hopefully he does well in The Flash. You know, and then hopefully they could spin him off into his own Batman film. I don't know what you would call it. You can't call it The Batman. <laughs> so, can't call it that. But, like, you would have to call it Batman something. Uh, Batman Triumphant. I don't know what the fuck. But, uh... <laughs> but, yeah, man, I don't know what they're gonna do with that. Because, like, there's a lot. There's a lot of things they gotta fix in that DCEU, man, uh, the only thing they gotta help the hold of is Aquaman, they gotta hold of Wonder Woman, they gotta hold of Shazam, Black Adam is a new character that they're introducing, with all the other tertiary characters 
that are going to be in that movie as well with uh, Dr. Fate and Hawkman. I think uh, Mr. Terrific is going to be in there. You're going to have Adam Smasher, you know, like a bunch of, there's a bunch of heroes in that movie. Um, so I don't know exactly what they're going to do. I don't know exactly what they're going to do with the DZEU, but like they got a lot of shit. They got a lot of stuff to fix. They got to deal with this Ezra Miller problem, you know, because that dude is out here being reckless, you know, like that dude's a fugitive now, I believe. That dude's a fugitive from the law and he's running around with a young girl you know so i don't know uh what's going to happen with with ezra miller's flash but they gotta fix that they gotta fix that flash problem uh another thing they did they are they, they cut the the, the 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 dc television like the cw television stuff all that shit's gone they's already announced that they're gonna cancel flash like supergirl been canceled uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow got canceled. Uh, what else? I don't know what else was up there. I think there was a oh, Batwoman got canceled. Thank God. Uh, you know, but uh, <laughs> like, it was like that bad girl, that bad girl, that Batwoman uh, show. That Batwoman show has never been good. You know, Ruby Rose, the other girl. Mm, I wasn't feeling it. I think they canceled that Naomi show too. I didn't check that out, but I don't know anything about it. So. Um, so, like, they, they, they cancel a lot of the, the CW stuff, um, Superman and Lois probably gonna get canceled too, which I saw a couple episodes of Superman and Lois, and I actually like it. I like Superman and Lois, too bad it's probably gonna get cancel, canceled, that guy might be the new, uh, movie Superman, who knows, uh, what's his name, Tyler Hochin, or whatever his name is, uh, that guy might be the new Superman, like, he, he does a good job. He does a great job as Clark Kent. He does a great job as Superman. You know, so like that might be your new Superman. You know, <laughs> and Grant Gustin might be your new Flash. Who knows? They might get promoted. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all the stuff that's going on going down with the DCEU. Um, moving on, they 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 they're talking about like all the stuff they're doing with HBO Max. Like a lot of original HBO Max. Uh. content is going by the wayside a lot of original hbo max movies going by the wayside um they they already cut a lot of stuff um i'm a little i think they even cut some hbo stuff Uh, a little worried about that because i actually enjoy hbo max hbo max is like my favorite streaming service uh next to hulu and next to disney plus i don't really i don't really watch netflix a lot anymore uh, I don't really, I don't really mess with, uh, Netflix like that no more. Uh, for one, I think somebody hacked my Netflix and I can't get in it, you know? <laughs> I can't get in my Netflix. I think somebody hacked it. I think somebody hacked it and I can't get in. But from what I hear, like, there's, I'm not missing anything too much. I'm not really missing anything on Netflix. But, um... Yeah, but like I'm, 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 I'm really into HBO Max. I'm really into Hulu because like they have like the television stuff on there. I can watch like network TV on there. Uh, I also uh, like Disney Plus. You know, for the Marvel stuff, for the Star Wars stuff, they have sports documentaries up there that I that I enjoy. Uh, some of the Pixar stuff just got finished watching Lightyear uh, like a couple days ago. So, uh, really, those are like my three, those are like my three go-to streaming services. 
Um, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little afraid for what they're gonna do with HBO Max. You know, because like I said, they're they're already cutting shit. They're already cutting shit. There's a couple of things on there I like. I like uh, uh Michael Che's show. I hope they don't cut his show. His show is pretty hilarious, and it ended on a cliffhanger. Uh, uh, season two ended on a cliffhanger. So like, I don't know. What's going to happen? I hope there's a season three, you know, like, cause like, I hate when shows end like that. Don't you just hate when shows end like that? When like, when like shows end and like they end on a cliffhanger, you're like, what's going to, you're like, what's going to happen next? Like what's going to happen next? And you don't know what's going to happen next. And the show gets canceled, you know, like, it's like, damn man. But yeah, man, they got a lot of, uh, I'm afraid for HBO max. I really am. (laughs) Because, like, what I, there's a lot of black sitcoms on there, too. Because, like, what if they cut all the black sitcoms? You know, because, like, a lot of things, like, the two things on, on networks that go are animation and shows that black people like. You know, you know what happens? Like, a lot of the black shows might go because, like, they got a lot of classic black sitcoms on HBO Max that I enjoy uh, watching over again. Like, they got. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. They got Family Matters. They got Martin. Uh, they got the Wayans Brothers. Like, like, what if all those, what if all those shows get cut? You know, what if they cut all those shows? Like, Hanging with Mr. Cooper's on there. They got the Jamie Foxx show on there. You know, uh, what if all those shows get cut? You know, like, what if they're like, what if they're just, just skimming through David Zasloff? Is in his office just skimming through HBO Max and he's just like and he sees Martin. You know, and he sees Martin. He's just like, I'm looking, he's looking at Martin, and he's just like, Yeah, you know what? I don't want that on my I don't want that on my streaming platform anymore. Cut that. You know, or he sees the Wayans brothers. Or like uh or a uh, 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 um what's a lesser uh, are hanging with Mr. Cooper. Or he sees a hanging with Mr. Cooper and he's just like, you know what? I don't want that anymore. Cut that. You know, like that, that's not making any money for me. You know, he like, he may keep like the Fresh Prince, you know, like he may keep the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Like that might, that may be like the only black sitcom that survives. You know, uh, I don't know if like anybody else would pick those shows up. I don't know if like Netflix would pick those shows up. I don't know if Hulu would uh, pick those shows up. Because uh, Living Single is on uh, Hulu, uh, so like they they might pick that up. I think like Two Two Seven is like a old that's an old sitcom from the eighties called Two Two Seven. I believe that's on uh, Hulu as well. Two Two Seven is. Uh, where I got my first crush on a woman, <laughs> you know, like, I was, like, when I was, like, five years old, I had a crush on Jack A, uh, you know, like, <laughs> Jack A is my first, Jack A is my first crush, uh, uh, when I was five years old, because, <laughs> like, it was, like, it was, it was her and then Elvira, <laughs> you know, like, those two were, like, the first two crushes, for me, uh, Jackie, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, she's also, she was also the mom on Sister Sister, uh, her, uh, but like, she doesn't, she doesn't look like what she looked like as the mom from Sister Sister, she was smoking hot, look up Young Pictures, if you don't know who Jackie is, Jackie Harry, look up Young Pictures of Jackie Harry, 
Oh my gosh, she was a goddamn smoke show back in the day. <laughs> you know what? Back in the 80s? 80s, Jackie? Is fire, bro. Like, look up 80s pictures of Jackie Harry, man. She is a sight to be seen. My God. Um, but uh anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, but like they got those shows. Maybe like Hulu will pick up those shows, you know. Maybe BT Plus. BT Plus will pick those shows up too. I don't want to watch BT Plus. I really don't. But um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on there with that. But like, those are two things I really wanted to mention. What's going on with the DCEU? What's going on with HBO Max? Uh, how Discovery Plus plays uh, uh plays a a, a a role in this? You know what's going to happen there? Uh, the day and date thing is not happening anymore. I think the 45 day window thing is not happening anymore. HBO Max either. So uh, all that stuff scrapped. So that's pretty much all I wanted to touch on and talk about. Uh, that's pretty much it. I'll be back with my review of Spider-Man after these messages. Oh, and welcome back. Spider-Man from 2002. Let's talk about uh, how this movie made who made this movie uh and then we're gonna talk about uh how it affected me and then we're going to talk about the movie in depth itself so first off let's talk about the technical uh the movie was directed by sam raimi of evil dead fame uh the screenplay was written by david nope who has also wrote who's also written some huge movies like Jurassic Park and Mission Impossible. He also wrote uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and uh, Lost World, but like, you know what? We all make mistakes, right? We're all human. Uh, you know? <laughs> so, uh, the movie had a budget of 133, 100, I'm excuse, excuse me, $139 million and brought in $825 million at the box office the movie has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 90%, which I think that's fair. You know, that's a fair rating. Because uh, that's that's about like what I would give it as well. But um, but I'm not gonna give you guys my I'm not gonna give you guys my rating yet. But um uh but from what I've uh deep dove in and did my research on, like a Spider-Man film has been in development since the 80s. You know, like, they've been trying to do a Spider-Man movie since the 80s. And like, at one point, uh, Canon Films had the rights to make a film, uh, make a Spider-Man movie. Uh, the owners of the company, like, didn't even know what Spider-Man was, by the way. They didn't know what Spider-Man was because it's, a uh, uh, the Golden Globus guys, uh, the, the guys from like Israel, or are they from Israel? I think they're from Israel. They, they did like a whole Canon Films uh, documentary about them. Good. 
uh, check out the uh, Canon Films uh, documentary. I think it's called Electric Boogaloo, the story of Canon Films or something like that. I think it's called. Great, great documentary. Check it out whenever you get the chance. Um, but like, yeah, they didn't know what Spider-Man was. Like, So like, they almost made Spider-Man a horror film with uh, Toby Ho- Hooper from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, who did Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He was uh, attached to direct the movie. Luckily, Stan Lee uh, stepped in and said, uh, hell nah, <laughs> y'all ain't doing that to Spider-Man. So, because uh, I think like the original concept was for the canon film, the Toby Hooper directed Spider-Man was, he's going to be like a werewolf type character. Because I think that's what they thought he was. They thought he was a werewolf type character. And uh, what they're going to do was they're going to make him an actual Spider-Man is what they were going to do. They're going to make him a man spider which he does which happens to him eventually you know but you want to save that for later down the road you know like you don't want to turn him into a spider-man you know <laughs> you know like, at, at first at first glance you like get people uh acclimated to the character before you do that so like luckily stan lee stopped in and said st- uh stepped in and stopped this shit and said hell nah y'all ain't doing that shit uh uh, in 1999, uh, Sony Pictures got the rights to make a Spider-Man film, and like there was a who's who of directors that were attached to do this uh, movie. I'm not gonna name all of them, but there's some names that stick out: uh, Tony Scott, Tim Burton, Michael Bay, Ang Lee, and uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, some just some of the many directors that were uh, attached to uh, do this movie. Uh, but they eventually went with uh, Sam Raimi, uh, who is a diehard uh, Spider-Man fan. So like he knows what he's doing. He knows a lot about Spider-Man. Uh, so uh, filming began in uh, January of 2001. They started uh, principal, I think they started like principal photography in January of 2001. Uh, fun fact about this movie fun fact uh Hugh Jackman was actually on set of the movie he was on set of the movie to reprise his role of Wolverine but uh the problem was like there was issues with his X-Men costume like they I don't think they could get it I don't think they could could fly it out or something like that they couldn't get it delivered uh from 20th Century Fox so like uh so uh, Hugh Jackman doesn't appear in the movie as Wolverine. He was supposed to be in the movie as Wolverine. I don't know what he was gonna be doing as Wolverine, but that would have been fire, you know, in 2002 to see Wolverine and Spider-Man together. That would have been awesome. Like that would have been like the kickoff of the Marvel Cinematic Universe right there, you know. <laughs> that would have been dope, but. We didn't get to see that because uh, 20th Century Fox didn't. I don't think if they. I don't know if they didn't or they couldn't fly Hugh Jackman's uh, X Men suit out to uh, out to the set. Uh, so no Wolverine and Spider Man. Uh, now let's talk about how I saw this movie as a kid. Uh, first off, as a diehard Spider Man fan, like this movie is very near and dear to my heart uh the very first time i read spider-man was uh when i was uh eight years old that was the first time i ever read a spider-man comic uh i read amazing fantasy number 16 
at uh, the school library. Like, my school library had Amazing Fantasy number 16, like the first appearance of Spider-Man. And I ended up uh, checking it out. Uh, you know, like I, I, I checked it out of the uh, out of the library because like you could check out books or whatever you wanted to check out from the library. And so I checked out Amazing Fantasy number 16 and I read the hell out of that comic. You know, like I read the hell out of that comic book, like just front front to back, page to page. I was like obsessed with that comic. Uh, I, that's how I got hooked on Spider-Man. I also remember. <laughs> The library charging me a dollar because I kept the the comic book like a day over, you know. <laughs> I remember, I remember that. Like, who charges a uh, eight year old a dollar for a comic book? Man, just uh, <laughs> what what sicko does that? But yeah, man, I was obsessed with uh, Spider Man. Spider Man is like my all one of my all time favorite superheroes, man. Like, as I'm looking right now, I have a Spider Man wallet. You know, my wallet is a Spider-Man wallet. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a little worse. It's a little worse for wear right now, but I don't want to get rid of it because I love Spider-Man. I need to get a new wallet, but uh, but <laughs> but I don't want to get rid of it. But maybe I'll find another Spider-Man wallet. Uh, who knows? Uh, my actually my uh, that actually that was a uh, birthday present from my wife. Um, uh, uh, the the Spider-Man wallet. So. Uh, thank I thank her for that. Uh, but yeah, I was I became like an obsessed fan of Spider-Man. Like right after amazing, reading Amazing Fantasy, I just started reading all the Spider-Man comic books. I watched the Spider-Man cartoon religiously. You know, I love that because like at that time in like '94, for me it was like uh, Spider-Man, X-Men, Power Rangers. You know, those are like those are like the three things. Those were like the three things I was obsessed with. It was Spider-Man, X-Men, and Power Rangers. You know, like, you know, like, I loved all three of those things in by like in like 1994. Uh, you know, those were my three favorite things. Uh, so like I remember, but like I remember as a kid, they were like they were talking about a Spider-Man movie, and like I was like so excited to hear about a Spider-Man movie because like I used to read a Wizard magazine. If, you were, if anybody's old enough to remember Wizard Magazine, where like they would have, they would talk about comic books in there. They would talk about comic book news. They would interview like creators, like they would like interview like Jim Lee and like Les Ween and um, uh, Chris Claremont. You know, like all they would interview those guys in uh, in um, Wizard Magazine. They would like interview like Todd McFarland, uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, was interviewed in there also like they were interviewed like a lot of like big like comic book creators in there Michael Turner if you remember Michael Turner the late great Michael Turner also um a lot of a lot of guys I'm just naming names right now but uh you know <laughs> but um but yeah man but like that's how I found out about the Spider-Man movie like the Spider-Man movie was in the works. I was like, they're doing a Spider-Man movie. I was, I was like, awesome. And so I believe uh, Jim um, uh, Jim Cameron, James Cameron, was attached as the director at the time. And I was hearing rumors that like Leonardo DiCaprio was uh, going to be Spider-Man, which I could take that with a grain of salt. You know, <laughs> I wasn't really a fan of Leonardo DiCaprio. I was like every other boy 
in the 90s, like, cause like girls liked him. I was like, ew, Leonardo DiCaprio, yucky, you know. But like, I've got, I've grown to appreciate Leo as a great fucking actor, though. He's a great fucking actor. I can't deny that, you know. <laughs> but, but yeah, I heard he was going to be Spider Man. Like, like these are like rumors I was hearing, like in the mid 90s, like 95, 96, 97 ish. But like I said, like they didn't announce the actual movie until about like 2000 I think I saw like uh, clips about it like like news about it in Wizard they're like yeah Spider-Man movie's actually happening now guys like this is who they got you know like Toby, uh, uh, Tobey Maguire's playing Spider-Man William Dafoe you know Green Goblin you know the, I think they were talking about like there was talks like Nicolas Cage was going to play um, was going to play uh, Green Goblin first but then he had dropped out or some shit. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, looks. I was just like, this. This is going to be cool. Uh, uh, like I said, like I didn't. I, I just, just the thought of a Spider-Man movie was just. Uh, I was hyped for. You know, I was just hyped to see a Spider-Man movie. Uh, I saw how oh, I saw the movie. I saw this movie the first week at the theater with my aunt who wanted to see the movie too i was 16 i want to say i was like 16 going on 17 i was like 16 going on 17 and i remember uh the line being wrapped around the theater with geeks like spider-man geeks just like just foaming at the mouth to, to go see this movie like it's a moment, like, it's a moment that, like, I'll never forget. Like, I even wore, like, my Spider-Man shirt that my mom bought me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> my mom bought me a Spider-Man shirt. It was like, a, I still have that Spider-Man shirt, actually. Uh, I still have that shirt. Uh, it's in my closet. I never got rid of it. <laughs> I still have that shirt. I don't wear it because, like, I'm too big for it, I, I believe. You know, like, I'm too big to wear it now. Cause like when I was a when I was a teenager, I was like a beanpole kid, you know. I was a chubby kid. Uh, when I was like in when I was like a elementary school kid, I started to I started thinning out about like 12, 13, and like by like 13, 13 years old, I started thinning out, you know. So I just became like a skinny beanpole kid. Uh, who loved like who loved like uh comic books and anime you know and uh and uh and heavy metal music you know so you know like i was that kid and so like so like i can't really fit it because i got bigger i'm a big dude now so i can't really fit the spider-man uh shirt anymore but i still have it you know i don't know maybe i'll sell it on like fucking ebay or something i don't know maybe i'll Maybe I'll do a giveaway and you can have the spider. You can have a Spider-Man shirt that I got when I was like 14 years old <laughs> that my mom bought me in like 2001, you know, <laughs> you know, or 2000, you know, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you can, you can, you, I, I, I can sell you that shirt. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, man, like the whole thing was an experience, man. It was experience. I remember loving that movie and coming out of the theater like hyped. You know, like I think I, I no no bullshit. I think I cried 
in the theater when I finally saw Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, like I was on a Spider-Man high. Ill, on a Spider-Man high. Uh, but anyway, let's let's see if this movie holds up 20 years later. Uh, let's get into uh, what I thought about the movie and what's going on with the movie. Uh, I think this might be the first Marvel movie to use the uh, iconic uh, comic book intro. You know, like the 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 the, the plate, the, the the flipping through the page intro uh, that is always in the beginning of like Marvel movies, which like M- the MCU does too. But like they kind of adapted it uh, to where like it doesn't like show like the comic book stuff; it just shows like the characters. You know, because at first I think they were doing that the the the, the splash page uh, flipping through the page. Um, thing that they did in uh with the with the original Marvel movies, but then like it was like, hey man, we're Marvel Studios now. Let's we got our own lore now. So like it's just like all the movie characters thrown in your face and stuff, you know. <laughs> so that's what they do now. But like I think this was the beginning of that because like I don't remember the X Men using it, and I damn sure know that Blade didn't use it. Uh, so but like it's fitting that this was the first movie to use it because Spider-Man is really the first costumed superhero that Marvel actually put on film. You know, because people didn't know that Blade was a superhero. They didn't they didn't portray Blade as a comic book superhero. It, like, it was just, they just portrayed Blade as like another Wesley Snipes film. Really. Uh, and it was rated R. So like, a lot of there was a lot of kids that couldn't see it. Uh, they, tr- they they tried to make X-Men more sci-fi than anything. Like, the, the, the original X-Men movie is more of a sci-fi film than anything. Uh, Spider-Man was the first time Marvel was like, here's a superhero in his comic book accurate costume. Like, we're you either take it or leave it. You know, <laughs> take it or leave it. Uh, but let's talk about the movie. From the beginning of this movie, like, Peter Parker doesn't get any respect like everybody bullies him like even the bus driver bullies him like got him got him like running for the bus and shit you know <laughs> got that man running for the bus like and, like he get on the bus nobody want to sit by him uh they be bullying him on the bus like picking on him on the bus like don't nobody put respect on peter parker name like it's not a name that you say you got to put some respect on it, you know? But, um, this is a scene I wanted to talk about. Uh, so Peter's class is going on a field trip. I guess that's what Peter was running for the bus for because he gets on the bus and the next thing you know, like, he's, uh, on a field trip. He's the, that's the next scene is him on a field trip. But his class, his class looks like they're 30 years old like all this they all look 30 they look like a bunch of 30 year olds doing community service is what they look like uh the teacher the teacher looks younger than them and that always that always made me laugh every time i watch spider-man i look at that and it always made me laugh because like he's trying to be all authority figure like listen to me and bullshit but i'm like Half that class looks like they could kick your ass, bro. You know, you know. <laughs> it's just hilarious, bro. Like I'm supposed to believe this guy that looks like he's like 15 
uh, as the authority figure to these like grown ass people, you know. You know? But yeah, that's just hilarious. Uh, uh, James Petto, I mean James Franco, shows up in this movie as Harry Osborn. You know, like shit, man. Like I didn't, I didn't tell him to do what he did. Shit, like di- didn't he end up? Didn't he invite? A 16-year-old girl to his hotel room, or am I tripping? Am I tripping that he did that? If if I am, I'm sorry. He's still a creep, though. You know, he's still a fucking creep. But anyway, he plays Peter's rich best friend. And he's also joined by the GOAT. The GOAT himself, Willem Dafoe, as Norman Osborn. Ugh. Oh, yeah, I also went this whole time without telling you who's uh, playing Spider-Man. I believe I did at the top. I don't know. Uh, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Leonardo's, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, best friend, by the way, is playing Spider-Man. Just just to let you know who's playing Spider-Man. Uh, uh, Kristen Dunst plays Mary Jane, which, looking back, I've always found her Mary Jane very dull and very homely looking you know no offense to Kristen Dunst but like Mary Jane is like supposed to be uh, a smoke show of a woman you know like she's supposed to be like this super hot woman that every man desires and like I don't see that in uh Kirsten Dunst I just don't I just don't see that in her and I know it's like it's been like a running joke that uh none of the uh movie Spider-Man have had a hot girlfriend and I don't think that's totally true uh that chick that played Vulture's daughter is like super hot super hot like ah she that's a smoke show right there that girl is a smoke show I think she's like a model in real life too so like that probably helps that she's such a goddamn smoke show um but yeah other than other than that I don't particularly find most of uh spider-man's movie girlfriends attractive uh zendaya i think zendaya is a cute girl but like i don't know if it's just the age she's just too young for me you know so like i don't find her sexually attractive you know i think she's a cute girl cute girl but i don't i don't find her sexually attractive uh, uh, like I said, maybe because of the, maybe because of the age difference, maybe, but hey, like I said, like, like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Who am I to judge? Uh, I really enjoyed, uh, Uncle Ben and Aunt May. Like, I just love how wholesome and hardworking people they are. Like the first scene we see of them in the kitchen, like just drives home. Uh, what they're all about like it drives home what they're all about and it drives home the values that they instilled in peter uh so like i like that i like that scene when like you're introduced to them uh when peter gets bit by the spider like i like how they show him really getting sick like i like how they show him getting sick because in reality you get bit by a spider you're probably going to die if you don't get any medical if you don't get any medical attention for it uh so like you're probably going to die so i like that they show that 
Peter was like almost the fuck out of here. Like he was almost dead. Uh, but I also like, I also like how they show Peter's transformation and they show Norman's transformation into the Green Goblin uh, simultaneously. So like you get the creation of a hero and you get the creation of a villain at the same time. I love that they did that. I love the nuance in that. Uh, our new uh, Nubian uh, uh, black brother Joe Magnianello is in here as the Flash, as uh, Flash Thompson. I said the Flash <laughs> as Flash Thompson. Uh, if you don't know, uh, type in "Finding My Roots" Joe Magnianello. You'll find out why, why I call him my Nubian, our Nubian black brother. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> you'll find out about that. But, but I totally forgot that uh, he was Flash Thompson in this movie. Like he looks so different. He's very unrecognizable as Flash. Um, you also have the montage of Peter testing his powers out. That's a, that's fun. Uh, let's talk about it. I want to talk about this one thing. Uh, I've never been a fan of the organic webs. I've never been a fan of the organic webs. I've always liked the web shooters. I'm, I'm used to the web shooters. I've, I've always I've always been used to Peter using web shooters so like him using organic webs just like took me the fuck out oh like what? the webs are coming out of his arm what oh like, you know, like, he ain't got the web shooters or nothing but uh yeah but at the time i didn't care i was just happy to see spider-man on the big screen you know but in hindsight in hindsight not a fan of the organic webs. I don't I don't care for it, especially since we had two other Spider-Men after that, and they use web shooters. Cause like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man uses web shooters, and uh Tom Holland's Spider-Man uses web shooters. So uh I'm glad we've gone back to web shooters. Uh Cliff Robinson. Cliff Robinson's speech as Uncle Ben is uh just phenomenal, man. Like just like some this is just like some of the best acting in this entire movie i like i love his speech where like he talks to peter and like he's saying like when he's talking to him and he's trying to talk some sense into him and he's trying to he told him like the the famous line with great power comes great responsibility i love that like cliff robinson does his thing in this movie i for the little time he's here i love his i love his uncle ben uh, Peter was being an, a, a dick to Uncle Ben, though. Like, that 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 kind of sucked. You know, like, Peter was kind of an asshole uh, to his uncle. You know? <laughs> uh, that man, like, that man didn't have to take you in after your parents died. He didn't have to, he didn't have to open his, ho- open his home to you. He could have been like, hey, send that little nigga to the orphanage, you know, like, but he, he was nice, took that boy into his home and raised him like his own, man. And Peter was a fucking asshole to him fuck peter for that but uh, anyway uh, <laughs> now we get to one of my favorite scenes when uh spider-man fights macho man red randy savage it, like anybody remember that uh long-standing feud like like with uh spider-man versus uh macho man randy savage nobody remembers that no okay uh we also get a cameo from a young octavia spencer 
a young Octavia Spencer, Academy Award winner Octavia Spencer is a cameo. Like she has a bit part as like one of the ticket girls or something at the at the wrestling event. You know, so like she's in here. Uh, I was like, I was like, I was actually shocked to see her. Like when I saw, you know how you see people like they they really famous now, and then like you see how they start. So like it was kind of like that. Like when you saw, I'm like, yo, that's Octavia Spencer. I was like, <laughs> I was like, is she mad young too? I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, man, she's in this movie. Um, one thing I like doing, uh, I love uh, just quoting Bonesaw McGraw randomly in public. You know, like, that's one of my favorite things to do is to quote Bonesaw McGraw randomly in public and, like, no one knows what the fuck I'm talking about. You know, (laughs) it's hilarious because, like, yeah, they think I'm crazy, but it's still hilarious to me. So, (laughs) and I really don't give a fuck what people think about me. But anyway, um... Let's talk about this. Uncle Ben's death scene, bro. Uncle Ben's death scene is still heartbreaking. Like, just, just everything about that scene is heartbreaking. Like, the fact that he's got tears in his eyes after getting shot because, like, he's not ready to die yet. Like, that, that's the most heartbreaking thing, man. Because, like, you, like, you see, like, you shot, you took this, they took this man's life. And, like, he got tears in his eyes. Like, he don't want to die, man. Because, like, he's not ready to die yet. He's just, like, because he's just, like, I think he's, because he's just thinking about everything and all the responsibility he has to take care of. You know, like, he has to take care of his wife. You know, he has to take care of, like, uh, his wife, Aunt May. He has to take care of Peter. Like, Peter still needs him. You know, and, like, he's just, he's just not ready to die. And, and, like, he's trying to talk to, he's trying to talk to Peter but like he just breathes his last breath instead like all of that is just heartbreaking bro and fuck spider-man 3 for uh retconning that shit you know (laughs) fuck spider-man 3 for that because like not they're like oh the sandman was there when you got shot i'm like shut the fuck up man shut up i could talk about this because i'm not gonna do (laughs) spider-man 3 for any reason whatsoever i i have no reason to talk about spider-man 3 uh just to maybe maybe fucking roast it you know one day uh but like that's the only reason i would have to even talk about spider-man 3 because it's out of my wheelhouse i was already a fucking adult grown-ass man when spider-man 3 came out you know (laughs) and i just don't want to fucking talk about spider-man 3 i think it's a fucking terrible movie but um also, uh, let's talk about Norman. Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn was giving me weird groomer energy with his uh, relationship with Peter. It was just—it's just very strange. You know, every time he sees Peter, like he's always like in Peter's face. Like the first time he sees Peter at the at the field trip, he's just like in awe of Peter. Like and like he just like. Yeah, you you like science or something like that. He's all in Peter's face. Like even pay, even Peter's kind of like, yo man, you want to back the fuck up off me, bro? You know, like, you know. Like, <laughs> even Peter is just like like a little weirded out by Norman Osborn. You know, uh, it's just it's, he just got he just has weird groomer energy to me. I don't know what it was. Um, somebody asked me this question. Uh, 
because like I have a question. Uh, how did Peter uh, get the money to make his Spider-Man suit? You know, like I never thought about that. That's one thing I never thought about that. I never thought about that the whole time watching this movie. It's like, how did Peter get the money to make his Spider-Man suit? Like, he had to fight Macho Man Randy Savage for car money. How can he afford a whole superhero suit? Like, how? Like, did he sell his uh, little spider semen for it? I don't know. You know, like he sold, like he sold, he sold the webbing in 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 his crotch area. You know, <laughs> to to afford a Spider Man suit. Because as far as I know, Peter didn't have a job. You know, as far as I know, Peter Parker didn't have a job. Uh, so how could he afford a Spider Man suit? I guess he's really good with a needle and thread. I guess. I guess he's really good with a needle and thread. Uh, I've always had that question about the Spider-Man suit. Uh, they explained it in uh, the MCU. Uh, uh, they, they, there's a good explanation for it. Tony Stark gave him a Spider-Man suit. He made him a Spider-Man suit. He could do that. He's a fucking billionaire. Uh, the Andrew, I don't even remember how the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man got his Spider-Man suit. I think he made it. I think they showed him making it. But still, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, like they don't even show him making the suit. They show him like making the the the, the suit that he went to go wrestle in. But even that was like like really ratty looking. You know, that was real raggedy. You know, <laughs> you know. I like how could he afford like a very pristine fucking superhero suit? I guess I will never know. Uh, J.K. Simmons like knocks it out of the park is uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Like he's he does such a good job in that role that like like they've never recast the character. Like even when they had to do uh, J. Jonah Jameson in the MCU, they just brought J.K. Simmons back, you know, <laughs> with a ponytail. Because <laughs> I was like. I was like, who's going to play J. Jonah Jameson in the MCU? Is what I was saying. I was like, who's going to play him? I was like, there was rumors that Ice Cube was going to play him. And I was just like, I don't know about that. But they brought J.K. Simmons back as uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Which, he's he's perfect for the role. I love him as J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, I like the little mention of Eddie Brock. I like the little mention of Eddie Brock to let you know that he's in this universe because uh, um, um, Robbie Robertson mentions Eddie Brock. He's like, Eddie's been looking for pictures of Spider-Man. He can't get them, you know? And I'm like, um, I was like, I just noticed that they mentioned Eddie Brock, you know? So, <laughs> so like, they let you know that Eddie Brock is in his universe, which we will soon regret. Fuck Spider-Man 3. Um, speaking of fucking something, Fuck Mary Jane too, by the way. Like she is for the streets, for the streets. Like all she does is use men. Like she is the original city girl. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she is an original city girl. Like throughout this movie, throughout this movie, she uses Harry and Peter to get what she wants. You know, like, she technically 
uses people throughout this whole franchise to get what she wants and because like she uses harry she uses peter she uses uh j jonah jameson's son in spider-man 2 you know like she's uh she's playing uh she's playing uh or is that spider-man 3 i think that might be spider-man 3 too i'm not i get my i'm getting my spider-mans mixed up you know <laughs> you know but <laughs> She's like playing Harry and Peter against each other. I think in like Spider in like Spider Man three, you know, you know. But no, no. The John James John Jameson is in Spider Man two. John Jameson is in Spider Man two. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, man. But like, she's a user, bro. She's a fucking user. Meanwhile, like we see the Green Goblin. The Green Goblin out here just being a menace. You know, just like killing everybody like they've ever done him wrong you know? <laughs> out here. Unpopular opinion, by the way, which a lot of my opinions are unpopular. Uh, I like the Green Goblin suit. You know, like I like the suit. A lot of people say that it looks like a Power Rangers villain, but I'm actually okay with the suit. I like. I think the suit is. It looks fine. I don't. I don't care. I don't. I don't care what anybody says. Like, I actually like that Green Goblin suit. It's the best that they could do in 2002. You know, that would be, that could, like, translate the screen. It's the best they could do. Uh, I love the, uh, the mirror scene with a William, William Dafoe talking to himself. Like, William Dafoe, William Dafoe is just amazing as this character, man. Like, in my opinion, this is the role that put him on the map like i can't really remember anything he did before playing the green goblin i mean obviously i've seen some things he's done you know but like this was really his breakout role like the green goblin is what put him on the map it's like it's what got him like a bunch of work because i think he was like uh because i think he was like just 40 i want to say or at least like about to turn 40 you know, I think he's about to turn forty when he got the when, the when he got the Green Goblin role. You know, like he was he wasn't he wasn't that old, but um, yeah, man. But like this is the thing that this is the thing that put him on the map, man. Like he he murders this character. Uh, also want to shout out uh, J. Jonah Jameson for being a real one and not uh snitching on Peter. Uh, when like the when the Green Goblin had him dead to rights, you know, because like the Green Goblin like bombs his uh fucking office and asks about uh spider-man uh he's like who's the who's the he's like who's the photographer that takes the pictures of spider-man and j jonah jameson stay true he stay true he a real one he was like i don't know who that is he was like i just get his stuff by the mail real one he didn't snitch shout out to j jonah jameson for that um, let's talk about a scene I hate. Like, I hate the scene with the, the West Side Story rapists that try to rape Mary Jane. You know? <laughs> and, like, that's what it looked like. It looked like a scene out of West Side Story. Like, I just felt like they could break out into song before they do the rape. It was like, it was like they were, like, walking around. They were like, let's rape. They were like, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Jet, jet, you know? <laughs> they were like, they were just gonna start, like, like, like plieing and or whatever the fuck they do you know they're gonna start like doing ballet or some shit 
<laughs> start snapping their fingers and shit like, yeah, yeah, cool, daddy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, man, I hate I hate that fucking scene. I know that's the scene with the with the iconic Spider-Man upside down kiss, and I don't give a fuck about that kiss. I really don't. I don't care about that kiss. Uh I heard they don't really I heard that uh Kristen Dunst and Tobey Maguire didn't really care for that kiss either because of the 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 the, the water that was going into them like like Toby had water going in his mouth and nose at the time you know so he really didn't so he really hated he really hates that scene but like also Mary Jane out here being foul again uh like kissing Spider-Man knowing she got a man just knowing she got a man like she for the streets I'm telling you bro like even Norman, even Norman had to tell Harry that she was for the streets. You know, like like listen to your daddy, bro. Listen to your daddy. Like he know. Like these hoes ain't loyal, man. These hoes ain't loyal. But uh anyway, uh <laughs> Goblet out here like attacking old ladies, like why they trying to say their prayers, you know? That shit that that scene is always hilarious to me. That scene has always been hilarious and corny to me. Like, there's a lot of corny scenes in this movie. Like, there's a lot of corny shit in this movie that I look back on. I'm like, that was kind of fucking corny, but this is the most corny. He, like, he bombs Aunt May. He bombs Aunt May, um, room. Like, the house. The side of the house. And, like, when Aunt May is trying to say her prayers, and he just comes in, and he's like, finish it! And she's like, deliver us from evil! You know? <laughs> I, 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 I fucking, I fucking love that scene. It's hilarious to me. Like, Goblin is a fucking menace in this movie, bro. He's just a fucking menace. Uh, I didn't talk about how I felt about Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker and Spider-Man also. I, that's one thing I didn't talk about. I think Toby is a great Peter Parker. He, um... He conveys the earnestness and the uh the the just the, the the shyness of Peter. You know, uh I can't say the same about his Spider-Man. Like he doesn't really encapsulate the humor of Spider-Man. You know, like that's what's missing from his Spider-Man. I think Andrew Garfield does a better job at conveying his humor, like uh, conveying Spider-Man's humor. Uh, I think Tom Holland does a great job of doing both. He does a great job of playing both Peter and Spider-Man. Like Toby's uh, Spidey is just a little dull to me, you know. Like, like I say, he's got he's got Peter Parker down pat because like when Peter Parker is not Spider-Man. He's like, he's just real shy. Uh, he's just real shy, like, unassuming kid, you know? And, like, he's a real earnest kid. But when he's Spider-Man, he gets to break out of that. Like, Spider-Man is literally his mask to be who he wants to be. Like, like Spider-Man is real cocky, real humorous, you know? Like, he gets to be who he wants to be. Uh, I feel like I feel like Tom Holland conveys that a lot with his Spider-Man 
Andrew Garfield got Spider-Man down pat. Like, but like he also plays Peter Kanakaki as well. And I didn't really care for that. So, you know, but like Tom Holland does both. He does both well. But like I said, Toby Spidey was just a little dull to me. He was like very super serious. I didn't really care about that, care for that. Uh, the last fight scene between Spidey and Goblin is like pretty brutal. And I love it. I love how brutal the last fight between Spidey and Goblin is. Like, I think it might be the greatest superhero final battle of all time. I think it might be. I'm thinking about other superhero final battles uh, because I I love that it's practical. Like, it's not CGI. Uh, It's just two dudes that just going at it in a slugfest. You know? (laughs) Um... Like, I like that. I like that it's not a CGI fight. Because a lot of, like, final battles... There's a lot of good final battles in, like, superhero movies now. But they're mostly CGI. They're CGI. I don't, I don't really care for that. I like practical fights. I really like practical fights. Uh, But overall, I still enjoyed this movie. Like, it was so much fun. The movie itself is just a whole bunch of fun. Uh... Uh, a lot of the CGI doesn't hold up, but, like, that's to be expected. Because, like, there's a scene where, like, Green Goblin hops on his glider in the middle the middle of a crowd. And it just looks like a cartoon. It looks like a cartoon. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't fit in that scene at all. But, so, like, a lot of the CGI doesn't hold up. Uh, overall, this movie is fun. You know, it's a fun movie. Some of the parts, like I said, some of the parts are corny, but still fun. I give it a, I give it a four out of five. Join me next week when I will be reviewing Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Until next time, peace.